on Giddy Up. It's time for the Midweek Masterclass with the Mailbag Team. Kalele, the 1,200-meter Group 1 weight race sprint star, Steve Darley. Time for the Midweek Masterclass. The great Jack Dickens joins us. The rail's out 13 metres on a good four. And I always enjoy these spring midweek meetings. There's always some nice horses going around. Dicko, hello to you. G-Hall. How's things, Quite mate? Now, I just had um, Simon Miller on the line just before. Miller is Jimo. Yes, he's, he's ready to go. Jesus, it's a great day's racing at Flemington on Saturday for the Maccabi Diva, the Let's Elope, those three-year-old races. It's um, Can't wait for the fields to drop tomorrow. It's been a big start, really, for racing in Victoria. It I mean, has. they got so much grief for doing this and doing that, and they, they did this wrong and they did that wrong. I mean... Everyone's talking about horses that race in Victoria so far, aren't they? You would have to say that racing Victoria's probably got the points over New South Wales at the moment, the early part of the spring. It's only early uh, doors. Com- comfortably. Yeah, I think that you've got the shorts. That will be the highlight in Sydney on Saturday. But I think the Flemington meetings got the wood over Sydney um, this week. But it's great for the sport. We're talking We're talking up both states. And there's always – you need a little bit of rivalry and – your life, I think. You need a little uh, competition. Dicko, when we... Yeah, Medvedev said yesterday when uh, the Joker wiped him like a dirty ass again, you know, he'd be, he's a much better... He might not be a Grand Slam winner as many times as he would have been, but he's a much better tennis player because he has to go against the likes of Djokovic and yeah, he come to that era of Federer and Nadal. So yeah. Is yeah, it... competition makes you better for sure. 100%. What about um, tomorrow at Sandown, mate? What do you make of this card? Um... Look, I'll, I'll never lie to you, Gareth. I'll never lie to the listeners. I'm still working my way through it. Mm-hmm. It's juicy, and it looks to be a lot of angles. There's interesting horses throughout this meeting. We have a runner in race seven, face the jury. Uh, I'm, I'm working through that race right now. She seems a pretty big price to me. Have you looked at that race? No, I haven't, actually. That's, well, what um, are you doing? That's, geez, it's tough Just to trying to dominate up. content, get the rundown done. I understand. Yeah. Look, I think that um, Face the Jury is an each-way bet in, in our horse. She's flying 1,000 metres at Sandown will suit. Uh, Billy Pin goes back on, who's two from two on her, or two from three, I think. He's, he knows how to ride her. Um, and in, in race one, the, the one bet I'm happy to sort of have right now, a small bet, Gareth. Race one, number five, Grindinger Bell. Comes through the Wolfie form line. Uh, the number out of that's good. Wolfie's, you know, was two dollars into a dollar. Maybe with a dollar thirty there on Sunday at yes. sale, and just circled him, lapped him up. Blake Shin went there for the one ride. Nick Ryan's a, a elite operator, but that form should stack up. And this Grinzinger Bell from from Barrier Four D Lane, you'd expect it to get every possible. And that should be just about enough for it to, to get the job done there in race one. I'm a little concerned about the gate, but I think Helix will be winning race four at there at Cranbourne. I mean, at Sandown tomorrow. Sandown. Clint McDonald, Benny Mallon. Forget it went, forget it went around there at the Valley the other day. Um, Ex, extra two is a smart horse. Um, it's a good race. It is. It? That's it's, a, a great, it, it's, it's a phenomenal midweek meeting, and there's nine of them as well. Um but it's because it's such a phenomenal meeting. It's taking a lot longer to sort of uh, decide where and when you want to take your take your shots, Jay. Yeah, you just got to be. Um, uh, as I said, these week these midweek meetings are, um, are fascinating at the moment. I'm thoroughly enjoying them. So, just the one bet so far, Dicko. 
so far, you know, I might be able to, you know, text through or come on tomorrow morning yep. with a bit more. I apologise on light. No, on. Did that's... I cop any grief yesterday from Uncle Wayne? Or no, he was, he, he, was, he was enjoying your work. So, um, yep, it's a, a week can be a long time in this game. So race four, number three, I don't mind. Helix, just repeat your number in the first. Race one, number five, Grinzinger Bell. Yep. D Lane, D O'Brien. Love your work. Enjoy your day. Whatever you're doing today, Dicko. Bye for now. There's Jack Dickens. We'll take a break. We'll continue on the Midweek Masterclass straight after this. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth. All with you this is Giddy Up, thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Canterbury Park. There's some nice horses going around tomorrow. Mark Roden joins us. G'day, Mark. Uh, hello, Gareth. How are you this morning? Good, thank you, mate. What do you make of this card there at Canterbury? Yeah, interesting card. There's a couple of short price favourites in the Maidens who might be looking to go on to bigger and better things. Uh, away from those Maidens, uh, not massive fields, but some pretty open races. All right, mate. Where do we start with your staking plans? Uh, yeah, from a betting perspective, I've gone, yeah, I've steered away from those Maidens, to be honest, and gone for the more exposed form. Uh, a bit later on. So starting race three, yeah, look, this is a tight market. There's about five horses under about five fifty six dollars uh, in a field of only eight. But I've, I've marked number six, River Snitty favourite. She was a bit plain at uh, Kensington last week. Um, the excuse I'm making for that run is it wasn't a day you wanted to be running down, uh, running on down the middle of the track, which is what uh, it was attempting to do. Drawn barrier two here, which on the four metre rail, I think inside lanes are going to be a positive. And she ran really good time um, at Hawkesbury, winning first up, beating Roses. You can get around $4.80. Look, it, it, it does look an even race, uh, according to the market, but I'm, I'm leaning River Snitty's way here, and I think four eighty is a pretty good bet. So that's race three, horse number six, around $5. We bet three six five. Have you got another one for us? Yeah, move over to race five, I believe it is. Yes, it is. Okay, three standouts in the market here. Tashi, brilliant winner here last start. Uh, uh, four Sweet Baby Boom, who raced on speed at Kensington last time and got to the right part of the track. And Eight Grease uh, from the Ma Eustace Yard first up. Um, Grease is the one I'm going for here. I, I, yeah, I, I think she is the one I, I, I'd want to lean to out of these three, especially at the prices. She's actually the longest price of the three at 440. Um, Fresh is a big tick. She's, going, she's drawn eight, but she'll be on speed. Um, just It's Collett can just you know, weigh up what to do because there does look to be a lot of speed on paper. I think it'll be in the firing line, but hopefully not in a speed battle. If he gets the right run, I think it's a pretty good horse. Uh, big winner at Geelong, winning its maiden fresh uh, last summer. Won by about four lengths. Uh, he's down. Uh, Tashi was very good last time, but mm. goes up to 62 now. Um, and that was a bit of a peak performance for it. So whether it can repeat anyway and at the short price, I'm happy to go around it. Look, right. uh, sweet baby boom will just... And Barrier 1 will do what we know uh, she does and go straight to the front, but I think Grace might be too strong for her late. All right, she's had massive wraps on her, Grace. Hopefully she can deliver tomorrow. Um, $4.26 yeah. into four twenty. So we'll have $100 to win on Grace, and we'll yep. have um, $100 to win on River Snitty as well. We'll go and get them, mate. Yep. Thanks for that, Mark. No worries at all, mate. Thank you. There's Mark Roden there. Macarena, Wayne Hooks was keen on that galloper. If I've got $200 straight on her... She should have won there the other day and defeated Nadal, who was brilliant there on Saturday. News time.
Welcome back. This is getting up just after 10 o'clock, facing the breeze. Anthony Butt will join me, but before him, looking forward to catching up with Duncan McPherson, the owner breeder that took Elder Baron Seuss to the Yonkers Million Dollar Mile Race there on the weekend. And he was so brave to finish fifth. So looking forward to catching up with Duncan. But let's continue on the midweek masterclass. Peter Anthony joins us. G'day, Pete. G'day, Gareth. Devastating news about live to tell throat infection. We won't get to see her this spring. I, I was so I was looking forward to seeing what she could she could do this time around, and especially if she was going to come to the eastern states to compete, maybe in a Coolmore. But it just um, it's, it's not to be. Yeah, exactly. Look, uh, look, we're still going to have a fair bit of fun. There's a couple of decent WA horses over in in Victoria at the moment, and I thought the the run of Alaskan God was yes. excellent there on Saturday. And uh, she's fit. I thought was uh, had plenty of merit as well. So, look, and obviously we get to see the the good one, the star this weekend. So, um, fascinating to see which race they elect to go for. And Harry's horse that finished second behind recommendation, I thought was really good. Um, Jamie Carrode. Um... Yeah, Gemma's son. Gemma's yeah. son, yeah. So I think that um, horse came over for a, just as a staying, uh, a stable companion to the Perth Cup winner, but um, it might be the star, Gemma's son, for, for Harry. But there's plenty yeah. of WA people here in, in, in Melbourne at the moment. What about at Belmont? Have you found one for us? Well, um, and how's this for a forecast? We've got 20 to 30 mils of rain starting at around 11 o'clock in the morning, from what I can tell. Uh, 35 to 45 kilometre hour winds. So, look, if we get through the meeting, it will be, uh, be nice. But oh, we've said that before on this um, midweek masterclass before, Gareth, and look, we've been wrong, but uh, we'll blame the bomb for that. Look, race eight, I thought the setup for enticing for the Taylor Yard, uh, number nine, is really good here. I like the quick backup. Didn't have the best of things there at Northern last start. Really goes well on the wet. It just comes down to how the track's playing. If those winds are up, you might really want to be sticking to the rail, um, especially around the, the corner there. But look, drawn gate seven probably settles worse in midfield to Jason Brown. But I know that the camp's been sort of hunting one of these wet tracks for a little while. So I think this looks like the race for enticing, but we'll see if we get there. That's race eight, number nine. All right, then race eight, number nine, enticing for Jimmy Taylor and Search and Rocks. I was so happy to see that horse win a race for Jimmy Taylor. I think it wasn't the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, wasn't the money relentless for it late as well? So, uh, look, two quiet trials. It obviously didn't settle on speed, but um, found a fast tempo race and, yeah, it really has come back well. So, look, showing plenty of promise and um, there's a few less main rivals there over uh, in the West so far this spring or coming up in towards spring. So, yeah, they can take the full toll, I would say, on some of the feature races. Yeah, I mentioned it on Saturday. I thought that she was definitely a bet because I remember having a chat to Jimmy Taylor about maybe a quacker start. For, for her um, and he said that like she's got the ability of like a, a group one horse and he's trained champs of the the, the the sport in WA he's won two or three winner bottoms Jimmy Taylor so he knows a good horse um, and he just had to get her manners right and I think he's been able to do that and as I said the, the, I love Kira Yule I think she's a very good rider but I think that the change to from well, Chris Parnham's just a better Chris eye Parnham, than yeah, yeah. Kira Yule, and that's just the facts. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. that will help her cause as well. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to seeing what she can do for the rest of the, pre- uh, the preparation. Good on you, Pete. Thanks for that. Anytime, Gareth. There's Pete Anthony's Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. I think we're at – where are we at today in Queensland? We're at Yapoon, but we're concentrating um, on the – 
Gallup's meeting there tomorrow in Queensland. Of course, we are heading to Doombin on a Wednesday afternoon. Soft five rails at seven and a half metres. You just heard him just, just quickly in the background. Chris Nelson joins us. Good day, Chris. Eh? <laughs> Good morning, Gareth. Yes, uh, I didn't think you heard that. Bit disappointed that came through. No, I love it. I didn't say anything bad. I didn't no. say anything bad. Yes, uh, you said you love your poon. But what are we doing tomorrow at Doombin early doors, mate? Because you've been on the, you've been sensational for us on the midweek masterclass, finding some early value. Well, I think uh, I think it's a really good day. We haven't got any prices up as yet, so it's hard to hard to suggest anything with the prices. But uh, it looks a, a good punting day at Doombin tomorrow, and I think we can. Start off the day with a winner, and that's race one, number one, Booming Lad. One for Chris Anderson and Ben Thompson. Just the two starts. Now, the debut second at the Sunshine Coast back in December uh, of last year was very good. He hit the line very strongly there. He went straight for a break, and then he trolled well. And I thought most of, well, most of us thought he'd run really well uh, first up at Dooman. But unfortunately, uh, in that race, which was won by a smart-type uh, jukebox in Siberia, he drew wide. And he just got too far back. There was no way known he was going to win from back there. But he did make a lot of ground. He was beaten five lengths. Now, this time around, I think you'll see him a lot closer in the run. And he gets an extra 150 metres in his corner. So I think he can win race one, number one booming lad. Then we'll try and bookend it. One in the last race. Tell you what, Gareth, I don't see many dangers to this horse. Race seven, number seven, Rising Pacific. Tony Gollan and Jimmy Orman. Now, only had the one start for Tony Gollan, was a third at the Sunshine Coast in a midweeker. That was a couple of weeks ago behind Naval Trader. Got way back from a wide gate, ran on really well at the end of 1,400 metres. Form in New Zealand was a little mixed, but the only win came second up at 1,600 metres, and that is exactly what he faces tomorrow. Second up, 1,600 metres, beautifully drawn, and the opposition... Well, they don't look very strong. So we'll go with him. Race seven, number seven, rising Pacific, but I'm sure I'll have a few more tomorrow as well. Love it, mate. You've been in terrific form. And Josh wants to know, do you have anything at your poon today, Chris? I, I actually do. Okay. I did the form for your poon today. So I did. Have, there was an absolute moral at your poon today, but it's been scratched probably just as well, Gareth. It was fifteen, mm. so I wouldn't have tipped it to you anyway. But... Uh, Yapoon, uh, race number two, horse number two, Bold Hussar. Looks very, very hard to beat, as does race four, number one, Sidearm. Now, small fields at Yapoon, you won't get big odds, but perhaps throw those two in a multi. So race two, horse number two, um, Bold Hussar. Bold Hussar. So we're getting yep. $3 for that galloper with bet 365. And race four, horse number... Um, one. one, which is sidearm. So I know that we've done back of tips, but I'm going to put you in because you're a star. What would your staking plan be there then? Uh, well, I have the whole five units on sidearm for the win. No yes. doubt about that. It looks uh, too good for those. And bold to uh, let's just go three units to win. Three units there at $3. Catch up with you tomorrow, mate. Thanks for that. Look forward to it. Thanks, there's, Gareth. There's Chris Nelson there. So you can check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And that is the midweek masterclass. Pillaley won the Group 2 Roman Consul in faster time than Exceed and Excel, Fastnet Rock, Susta and Russian Revolution. We'll take a break. It's 11 minutes past 10. We'll face the breeze as we talk some harness racing. Thanks to Garrett's Horse and Hound for all of your equine essentials.